a moment, you know, I, I am just so enjoying the Lord I, I, and, 
you know, I have to say I'm very emotional right now, you know, thinking about his goodness. It, it does, it, you know, I often say that when you think about the grace of God, you think about his mercy and what God has done for you. You can't help but melt like butter in a hot skillet. You, you, it's, I don't know how, you know, it's not easy to keep a composure when you consider your soul salvation and what God has done, you know, and, and regardless of what you may have gone through in life, God brings the best out of you. He brings the best out of you where others said that you were what you were not. And, you know, you've heard the song, you've heard people say, he looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. You know, he looked at what and saw what others could not see. When they wrote you off, when they walked away, God was still there. While they were writing you off, uh, God was writing you in. He was setting you up. And, you know, some things we didn't get, we didn't understand, you know, how is it that uh, others rejected you, but yet Christ received you. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. You're listening to SML Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Today is January 15th. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. You know, on I've announced this before and want you to know we're working on, a, on a, a specific type of platform that we want to introduce uh, shortly here. And so um, uh, as to solicit your prayers as we are working to put certain things together that we feel would be beneficial for everybody, whether you're saved or not saved, the discussion and, and what will come out of it will benefit everyone. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And truly believe that. You know, there are times where you might want to take matters into your own hands. That's maybe something that you, you know, you've always thought you was taking matters into your own hand. And so, you know, but you no, know, we, we, the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. You get into the word of God, he'll show you and tell you how. I remember I was in a situation that was beyond my control, didn't know what to do, couldn't lie my way out of it or anything. Mm -hmm, yeah. Couldn't lie my way out of it or nothing. Not that I was trying to lie my way out of anything, but you know, when you're, when your back is against the wall and you corner, you like that cat, you're going to come out scratching and doing everything you can to make an opening so that you can escape. Mm -hmm. 
And so, and some of you know what I mean. Some of you lied your way out of it, and then fought your way, bought your way. I don't even want to go down the list of how you got out of it. But it wasn't the best way, and it wasn't in obedience to the word of God. You know, and so I found myself in a situation, and I was told to be quiet. And I did that because I didn't know what else to do either. And so I shut my mouth. I zipped it, closed it. And everything was taken care of. And sometimes your mouth, you could be on your way out the door to freedom and you open your mouth up and you wind up in more trouble than what it was. God will give you what to say and how to do it or what not to say. And sometimes it's just to be quiet and listen. Acts 2 says, and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying, save yourself from this untorn generation. Then they that gladly received the word were baptized and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Lord, thank you for adding to the church. Thank you for the souls, Lord God. I want to remind you that to pick out a fast day, you know, uh, that you consecrate unto the Lord. Keep your mind on him and, and see how God bless you as he has blessed us and he is blessing others that are following this simple instruction. After Sunday morning worship is Sunday school. And certainly we thank and praise God for what he is doing in this year of Jubilee as we are walking and pressing in the spirit of excellence. I certainly want to thank God for our pastor, a friend at, at Mountain High Apostolic Church. Uh, as the Lord is blessed and, you know, and, and certainly uh, placing us on his heart. God bless you. We're going to go directly into the word of God. And, you know, I, I, I've been here, got here to the church a little early for the, to set things up as I usually do, How and, you know, and just to sit down and pray, just to worship the Lord um, and have some quality time with him alone. Sometimes you need to get alone. There's, there's our corporate where we come together, you know, but then there is your individual, your personal devotion that you submit yourself unto the Lord. And, um, you know, so we, we're going into the book of Daniel, the ninth chapter, the book of Daniel, the ninth chapter, and bear with me. I'm just loving him, I'm just loving the Lord. The Bible says in the first year of Darius, the son of uh, Azareth of the seed of the Medes, which were which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, the first year of his reign, I Daniel understood 
by books, the numbers of the years where uh, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Now, those of you that are, uh, if you follow the instructions, you, you should be coming towards the end of Jeremiah or somewhere in the middle of it, but you're in the book of Jeremiah reading it. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful King, keeping the, the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgment. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Again, I want to share this thought, and that is, Lord, I get it. I understand. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this, this time that you've given us. Lord God, to exhort your word, to talk about it, to, to share, Lord God, and most of all, to live it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we just want to bless you, Lord. We just want to pour ourselves out to you, Lord God, and to Lord, surrender, Lord God, our, ourselves, Lord God, and for your grace and your mercy, Lord. The thought that you have had of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, words does not even begin to explain. Lord Jesus, the or to even to bear a testimony, Lord God, of your kindness, Lord Jesus, your deliverance, your keeping power. Oh, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for opening our ears. Allowing us to hear, Lord God, and understanding Lord, that we might serve you. Lord, that we walk in your presence, Lord. Lord, as yielded vessels. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord. Ask that you would bless your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, the term I get it is something that we all have used, you know, one time or another. Maybe it maybe it was a different vernacular, but you were saying I understand. Or I have an understanding. You know, it, it's certainly something that all of us are familiar with. You know, our, our Latin brothers and sisters, Caprende, you know, and uh, those in French, <laughs> as well as... Uh, the Arabic uh, uh, to Faham, 
and others, you know, that do you understand? You know, we tell our children, do you understand? We want to make sure that they are clearly getting the message. We want them to understand our, our as parents, teachers, friends, man, you understand me? You know where I'm coming from? And others. We'll even go as far as say, man, you don't hear what I'm saying until we get a response from them to say, yeah, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. We want to ensure that you got a, a good and a firm understanding of what is being presented. God has instructed us in his word to get an understanding. Proverbs 5, 4, and 9 uh, says, uh, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake not her, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. When thou doest embrace her, she shall give to thine head an ornament, shall be, or give to thine hand an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. You know, as I looked at this in Proverbs, I just numbered them. I numbered them about 14. Maybe you might get more out of it. But, you know, the first thing, number one, he said, get wisdom. Two, get understanding. Three, don't forget it. Four, don't neglect. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Don't neglect what I'm saying. Five, forsake her not. Six, she'll preserve thee. Seven, love her. One of the things that my, my gospel mother taught us early on in the beginning of the ministry said, love, learn to love the good and to hate the evil. This is a love affair. This is the, a love affair. She'll keep you. Eight. Nine. Wisdom is the principal thing. Ten. Get wisdom. Eleven. With all thy getting, get an understanding. Twelve. Exalt her. What are you exalting? You're exalting wisdom. You cannot exalt the wisdom without having understanding. And guess what? She'll promote you. She'll give the honor and embrace. I, 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 and so uh, some heard of wisdom. Some heard that you need to get an understanding. Uh, but I, I'm not going to go uh, too far into that uh, this evening. But I, I accept to say that we all can do better. We all can do better in, in exercising wisdom. We all can do better in getting a clear understanding.
You know, there was a movie, and I, I really don't like this movie. I didn't sit through it and watch it. I, I watched some of it, and it really bothered me quite a bit. It bothered me because I felt I felt so sad to watch or to see how they what they're making fun of. This movie was called A Failure to Launch. Uh, it's not nothing new. Movie was not nothing new. It, it dealt with the males that did not get or apply wisdom or understanding. It dealt with an enabling factor where the parents flawed. Yes, the parents flawed because neither did they have wisdom or exercise wisdom and understanding. And so uh, this young man uh, in his 30s, 40s, uh, had trouble taking on adult responsibilities. You know, it doesn't matter how deep your voice get, you know, how you might grow hair on your face or under your arms, wherever, you know, ladies, I'm just kidding. It don't matter. It don't matter that because your body change and you grow certain features, does it make you a wise person? It doesn't make mean that you have an understanding. You just saw that you grew a little bit in certain areas and a few wolves howled at you, but you didn't have a good understanding of wisdom to complement the physical features that you have. We need wisdom and we need understanding. It complements us. You heard what the psalmist said, it brings honor when it's embraced. It doesn't, so if there's an exposure that may not have happened in the home, but it occurred somewhere. Maybe it was a friend, maybe girl, you don't wanna do that. Yes, I do because he, uh, man, don't don't go there. Uh, do check out her feet. It's not what you think it is. Listen, you and all of us. You know, we talked on Sunday about not drinking the Kool Aid because somebody passed you a glass. Uh, -uh you don't know what they've dropped in that. Mm -mm. You don't know what's there. You, you you can't drink that. Take the cup of salvation. You're gonna be. You're going to find out that you're going to be a lot happier instead of sipping from the cup that contains something that is going to be damaging. A failure to launch is not something to be proud of, to promote or to, you know, and so it's sad to see that, but yet it is something that it, it exists and we see and hear about it. David was on his bed, like so many are this evening. There's an appointed time to, for all of us that we must exit. I was on the freeway the other day and enjoying some music and uh, on my way home from, from the gym and, you know, and just, uh, just thinking and about how time flies. At least that's what we say, that expression, time flies. Some of you are are over, you know, have crossed over into that four, over the other side of 40, others have crossed over the other side of 50. 
Some the other side of 60. Some are holding on to third to the holding on um, like Sylvester the cat. You got the door hinges and your nails are dug in. You're not leaving 35 alone. I'm 35. I'm not. Yeah. Listen. But we've crossed over and we're marching toward something that is greater than what we see appearing around us. We're moving in a direction that that is inevitable. You're not going to stop what's occurring. We're moving in a direction that God has set in motion and, and allowed to exist. And there's nothing you can do to stop it except prepare. And you prepare with wisdom and understanding. David was moving forward. He was at the door. And he was talking to his son Solomon and he said, go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. I remember a young man that left home one day and uh, he said, well, a man, a man must do what a, what a man must do. And still waiting to see if that man makes his appearance. When we talk about doing what a man must do, that means taking on responsibilities, your own responsibilities, and that require wisdom. Ladies, when you, when you do that thing and you make the statement and say, well, I wanna experience it for myself, I wanna learn for myself after your mom or your dad is trying to uh, prevent you making an intervention, the girl don't do that, don't go there. Well, I want to learn for myself and, and, and I'm going to be all right. And then you have added responsibilities, not just no longer the responsibility of you as an individual, but the added responsibility because you, you wanted to experience it for yourself and you did. And now there's, instead of one of you, there's maybe two or multiple. Wisdom and knowledge keeps us. Wisdom, knowledge tells us that uh, that understanding prevents us from making the same mistake twice. It helps us get where we need to go in our natural lives as well as our spiritual lives. He told his son Solomon, go the way of all the earth and be strong. Therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his way. Now you're going to go out and you're going to, you know, don't, don't go out and get pushed around by everybody. I want to say don't go out and get punked. Don't go out and get pushed around. Don't let everybody take advantage of you. You know, it might happen once or twice, but you better learn something. You better learn not to allow it to happen continuously. Keep the charge of the Lord, thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments, his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mightest prosper in all that thou doest and whatsoever thy turn is thyself. 
if you keep what God has said and you follow what God has said, his instructions, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Because the word of God covers all aspects, every area that you can think of. Well, does it cover? Yes, it did. You just didn't read it or you didn't get it or you didn't ask the question so that you would have clarity. You didn't apply it after you heard it. You thought you got it, but you didn't ask the questions. We need to ask the right questions. That's why after hearing the word of God or reading the word of God, it's important to reread it. It's important to re-listen to it. Write those things down and ask those questions. Don't assume anything. Well, I, I got it. No, ask anyway. Ask. That the Lord may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, if thy children heed their ways to walk before me in truth with all their heart, with all their soul." Thou shall not, uh, uh, there shall not fail thee, he said, a man on the throne of Israel. David knew that God had given him a promise and he's passing this information on to his son that he should also follow the instructions. Fathers, we have a job to do. Mothers, there is a job that yet to be done. David instructions to his son not only uh, would have been a difficult task uh, if he would have lacked wisdom. Wisdom helps us to do things an easier way, a better way. It doesn't mean that it's not going to have some labor, but it won't be as laborious. When we have an understanding, it, someone might get a little frustrated with you because you ask the same question over again. You're seeking an understanding. They should Respect that. Don't let that intimidate you. Because once you get it, you got it. And can't nobody take that from you. The question this evening is, do you understand what is happening in your arena? Your, your arena. When you dream a dream, Daniel had dreams, saw visions. Others saw visions, had dreams, and they went to Daniel for understanding. When the atmosphere changed, do you understand? Maybe something caught you off guard and that will happen. But after it caught you off guard, uh, did you have a better understanding that you, you know to practice them with? Use your peripheral vision and everything, less things will catch you off guard. Being proactive instead of reactive is a good way to live. It's a, good, it's a good principle to apply. When you find yourself in the octagon and you're fighting, when the fight ends, did you learn a lesson? Sometimes you lose a battle. Did you learn from that battle that you lost? When they hit, when the enemy hit you a little, or that situation hit a little harder than what you anticipated. There's some things that hit and they hurt. Well, I pray about it, you know, and I'm good. No, you didn't. Come on, let's, let's be real here. You might've prayed, you might've uttered some words, but you felt the pain of what happened. It hurt. 
The question is, did you learn a lesson from that pain? You know, you when the iron's on and you and you 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 touch it and get burnt, you kind of know that when you approach the iron and it even look like it might be on, you you know to wave your hand near it to see if it's uh, if there's some heat there. Same with the stove. You know, you you learn some some techniques. You learn some things from pain, from the experience. What have you learned in the octagon? What did you learn when you did win the battle? Lessons provide in, in, in different types of arena. And we should learn something from, uh, from the experience, the octagon of relationship, the octagon of, of health, the octagon and, and work, you know, the different areas that we go into. Did you get some wisdom? Did you walk away with some wisdom and understanding? As time went on, did you figure it out? You, you may not have got it at that moment, but did you figure it out? Or are you just stuck? You know, I often say don't get stuck on stupid. You know, don't don't stay there. Don't don't get stuck waddling in the in the pit, in the mire, uh, the clay, the dirt, the mud of emotions. Don't don't get stuck there. Daniel said in the first year of Darius, the seed of the Medes, which made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. Now, Dan Daniel and his partners are in the octagon of the Medes now. They defeated the Chaldeans. They came in and took over. Darius the Great, that's what he was referred to by some, as a Persian ruler who reigned uh, between Belshazzar and Cyrus. And remember, Belshazzar was the son of Nebuchadnezzar and he went in and grabbed the things from the temple and he misused those items. We, we're not to misuse God's items. In the first year of his reign, Daniel, I, Daniel, understood by the number of the years whereof the, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he should accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Now, it's during this time that, that Daniel was reading and studying the word of God that was spoken by the prophet. We're reading the books of the prophets. Uh, I'm not one of those to talk about major and minor prophets, you know, that uh, theological. It doesn't listen. When God speaks a word, that's major. If he speaks it through a child, it could just be five words. It could just be one. Stop. It could just be that one. Go. It's major. It's major. And so uh, we need to accept and, and, and accept that with a clear understanding and applied. Daniel was reading the book of Jeremiah. Now, this was not the only um, academia that he had. Remember, Daniel, he was currently uh, on the administration and he had required responsibilities that was handed down to him from the king. The Bible said that Daniel, the sixth chapter, it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom uh, 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first. 
that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. The king wanted someone that knew something about math, knew something how to take care, handle business. Uh, that doesn't come through osmosis. Daniel didn't pray upon that. Uh, the Lord blessed Daniel that, but it required some studying as well. It required some some time, and he didn't have time to fool around. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. And that made some folks pretty upset to the extent they, they wanted to get rid of him. Let's make sure that we pass something against uh, the uh, that he can't resist doing. We're not going to find any problems with him except we come against his him and his God. Let's come between him and his God. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And that's what the enemy is still trying to do. Come between you and your God. Come between you, your Lord and Savior. That's what the emotional battles are. Uh, that's what the the anger uh, situations that rise. That's what the uh, the acts of hostility and, and different things that rise up from time to time. And, and then there are the bread that's sweet, you know, the sweet poly pure bread and all of those things where they don't come with a hostile force. They don't come uh, with agitation or anything, but it comes with kindness to get your attention and distract you to come between you and your God. They tried to come between Daniel. It didn't work. Now, Daniel had to be able, like you and I, to hold an intellectual conversation. So some get called names for, you know, because you don't, in your intellectual, in your conversation, when you're handling business, you can't say and talk and slang and do all that you go. It take time before you can even cross that bridge with some people. It take years because there's an element of trust that has to be gained for them to accept what you might say jokingly or you might use a certain term that is, that's not joking, but they get it. Daniel had to be able to hold a, a good conversation. You know, sometimes people call you names because you don't curse. Or, you know, they don't curse. They talk all proper. You know, they're not using no slang yet. You know, uh, because you, you pick up a book besides the, and I'm going to say it this way. The Bible should not be the only book that you read. It is your soul salvation. It is the main thing that you indulge in because man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. But you have to pick up some educational material too because when you go to work, you're not quoting Bible verses. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't sit down with Excel and type in Daniel 9. You don't sit down, you know, that's not a macros. You don't type in Revelation uh, 3 and uh, 1 and 3, uh, you know, to, to create an application. Neither do you shift gears. Well, you might be shifting gears in, in, your, in your rig while you're thinking about the goodness of God. But you get what I'm saying. Uh, when when uh, whatever state you in, when that highway patrol pull you over, they want to check your log and make sure that you adhere to the 
uh, to the laws of the state in your rest period, the tire weight, uh, the, the pressure, the weight of the vehicle. Why didn't you make that stop on, you know, that said trucks not allowed? Did, well, you know, you come up with a Bible verse for that. No, we obey the laws of the land, but you have to know the laws in order to obey them. You have to learn what you're supposed to do. Well, you know, you being all bougie. No, 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 no one's being bougie. No one's being wretched. You know, I'm gonna leave that alone tonight, but those things have their place and it's not negative as some may think. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Well, the impact of what Daniel read what he was hearing was great. What Daniel read, when you sit down and you read the word of God, when you turn the phone uh, on silent mode, when you uh, put everything else aside and you just dig into the word just to read and to think about what you're reading, it does something to you. It does something great. It is a life-changing experience to understand the word of God. We went through the book of Ezekiel, which led us into the book of Daniel over uh, uh, some months. And the testimony is that it became a life-changing experience for those that was involved to understand what God was saying and to understand how he felt. See, that's an area that we don't, What? how does God feel? We always talk about how we feel. You know, I felt a certain way, you know, and this is, it impacted me this way and me, 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 me. What, how did God feel? You need to understand how he felt. I believe Daniel saw a lack of wisdom and understanding among the people. Those of you following the instructions saw this also as you read through Jeremiah. And maybe you have a better understanding now. The people received a stern warning and refused to listen to Jeremiah. They also refused to listen to other prophets. They wanted to hear what other prophets and uh, people were saying, y'all, y'all, uh, blessings, y'all. Y'all gonna be blessed, y'all, you know. Prosperity in seven days, y'all. You know, y'all got, it's coming. It's coming. Let, let's get up and rejoice and, and, you know, and magnify the Lord and, and go magnify the Lord, you know, and let's give God some praise. Let's, let's get our dance on. Grab hold to your partner next to you and dance. Sometimes you need to just sit down and listen. Some, the Bible said, some sat down and eat and then rose up to play. So after all of that, that they did, they got up and still went out and did what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it, when they wanted to do it. The Bible said, therefore, hearken not ye to your prophets, nor your diviners, those godlikes and idols that people are following, nor to your dreamers, nor to your enchanters. And I'm going to come back and, and really get into this, but for now. Uh, don't go to the magicians, the sorcerers, nor to the sorcerers, the wizards, which speak unto you, saying, Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon. 
is Jeremiah was telling them, you're going into captivity. There were those prophets that were saying, don't, don't listen to that. And I'm sure they exist today. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to what he's saying. Well, you know what he's saying is right. But, you know, he talking too much about uh, about straightening up your life and stuff. You know, uh, come on, let, come on, be blessed. Come on. Let, we're going to talk about the blessing side of it. Well, listen, there is no blessing. Without. Let me put it this way. Now, let me put it a better way. There is no eternal blessing without the obedience. You can have things. And, and you have things already. So many have things. There are people that, that say, well, I believe in God. I'm not serving God. I'm doing what I want to do, how I want to do it. And they have a lot, uh, many more things than what you do. And, and in no wise are they saying, well, I'm, I'm all that with God. You know, I'm saved, sanctified. And, uh, you know, and I'm living a holy life. As God said, be ye holy for I'm holy. Uh, the Bible said that the, 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 the judge the, the judge said, I don't fear God nor man. And he was a judge. He had rose to a prominent position. So listen, what are you doing with yourself? He said, don't listen to those prophets speaking unto you, saying you shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy lies unto you to move, remove you far from the land that you should uh, drive you out. And you should perish. But the nation that bring their neck under the yoke of, of the king of, of Babylon, Daniel, Daniel's reading Jeremiah and he's understanding. Jeremiah told the people not to resist, not to rebel against the king of Babylon. And all of those that he said, if you don't rebel, uh, God is telling the people, if you don't rebel against the chastisement. See, sometimes God comes to and you, you want to rebel against that spanking. You want to rebel against that rebuke. You want to rebel against the instructions that's been given. And the Lord told him, don't rebel against Babylon. And if you don't rebel, you get to remain in your land and grow your land you, because you're going to be here. And so I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this option. Go ahead and marry your sons. Go ahead and get your daughters married. Go ahead and raise your family because you're not coming out of this. But if you want to make it hard, go ahead and rebel against what I'm telling you. And the king of Babylon is going to snatch you up. The king of Babylon is going, is going to take you into captivity and bring you to his land because of your rebelliousness. And some found out the hard way. They found out the hard way because they listened to the false prophets. And so Zedekiah was warned. The king was warned. And Daniel, Jeremiah was telling the king, come on, humble yourself. Don't, don't go there. But if you listen to others, if you listen to what other people are saying, you're going to suffer the consequences of those of your behavior. You're going to suffer it. I'm telling you what God is saying. Now, either you're going you're gonna to listen to me or you're going to listen to someone else. Which one is it going to be? Uh, you're going to find out. The proof is in the pudding. Therefore, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that speak unto you, saying, you should not serve the king of Babylon. For they prophesy lies unto you. God is sending them a message. Daniel is reading this and understanding what is being said. He's reading and understanding. So after this period of time, of, uh, a few years have gone by, Daniel has risen and 
uh, risen and, and, and is thriving where he is as the Lord God said he would. It's still in Daniel's heart. Wanting to know more. How did we get here? I'm a young man that was taken captive and found myself woke up the next day and I'm in this situation. How did we get here? Some of us know how we got here. Some of us know how we got into the situation that we're in. And the Bible tell us and remember this, you overcome evil with good. What you did not do, start doing it. What you refuse to do, stop refusing to do it and start doing it. Get rid of the excuses. We have too many excuses in our lives and then we want God to bail us out. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Let me say it again. It's not going to happen. Not without you putting forth effort. Not without you being obedient and walking with wisdom and understanding. Applying the word of God. When Daniel understood what was what was being said and the condition of the people, his his cousins, his his relatives and friends and others that he knew, his associates, he said, I prayed unto the Lord and I made my confession and said, O Lord, thou great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned. We're in trouble. We've committed iniquity. We've done wickedly. We've rebelled. We've departed from your rules and thoughts, your regulations and your judgments. The conclusion of the matter has brought us to this. Instead of us prospering in the land of milk and honey, here we are in captivity that we have brought upon ourselves. Daniel didn't bring this on himself but he found himself a recipient of the lifestyle of what others had presented. He was young, but he had sense enough to know to consecrate himself unto the Lord. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, the prophets then. What about the prophets today, Pastor Carl? What about the prophets today? Other bishops and, and other pastors and other evangelists and whomever God sent, are you listening to what they're saying when they talk about ensuring your soul's salvation? Or are you, the Bible says that uh, that today is gonna come where they have itchy ears. That's what, the, that's what people wanna hear. I, I, you know, I, I wanna hear, I don't wanna hear what you said, man. I, I get what you said. You know, want to shut you down. I get what you're saying, but I'm really not want to hear that right now. I want to hear this. And so I'm going to go over here and listen to what he's telling me. And so therefore you go and you get that temporary blessing because that's all it is, is a temporary blessing. And I want the real deal. Matter of fact, I've got the real deal and I'm, I'm holding on to it. What they say, tooth and nail. I'm holding on to what God has given me, and I and I my prayer is that you are too. When you pray, you know I heard Doctor Bosick say that uh, don't be selfish in your prayers. You ought to be praying, Lord, uh, forgive us as Daniel is praying. Lord, forgive us of our sin. It don't mean you did something wrong, but you know you may have 
omitted doing something or you may have done something to offend God and didn't even realize it. Lord, forgive us of our iniquities. My neighbor might be doing something and they're not aware of it. Or maybe they are, but Lord, I don't want your wrath to come upon them until I'm able to, I need to be able to show them your goodness at, uh, and Lord God, so protect them, keep them so that uh, one day we might have a conversation about your goodness. We have sinned. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, unto the, uh, which spake, in the name of our kings and princes and fathers and to all the people of the land. Lord, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I get it. We didn't listen. But as of right now, I'm listening. I'm paying attention to what you have to say. It's not that God don't send his word. It's that we stop our ears up. It's not that God is not speaking loud. We just talk over him. We hit the pause button. We hit ignore. We Instead of putting our phone on silent mode and spending time with him, we put him on silent mode and spend time with our phones. The nation, the country, the state, the city, the community, the neighborhood, those groups of people, those that listened to Jeremiah and remained in the land, there are those that refused and, and was taken. Daniel, as part of the princes, was taken into it was taken as well. But Daniel was taken with a purpose. God knew that Daniel heart and Daniel prospered, as we read, uh, in his captivity. Unlike those who suffered as rebels under the influence of a false cause. Mighty God, how about you tonight? Do you get it? Do you understand what the Lord is saying? Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord. Let's seek for wisdom and understanding. Let's not seek after things because I, I, my personal testimony is that if you seek God for who he is and you apply yourself to living his word, he's going to help you. He's going to help you in your, your, your studies, your skill on the job. But you got to submit yourself. You know, don't be quick to say because the boss or your supervisors might tell you that you need to get in check, put something in order to get an attitude with them and then mouth off to one of your friends, tell your coworker. You don't know how that might get back. But understand something. I remember a supervisor said something to me one time and I, I said, thank you. And in my mind, I was saying, thank you. You'll never have an opportunity to correct me in that area again because I won't be found there. That's the way we think. We don't take criticism as an offense, but we take it as a, something that is going to help us. And you know what? When you show someone that they might have attended to, to, to break, but you let them know that what you said helped me and I, I appreciate it and I'm going to make sure to, to correct that. They will appreciate you. I know I do as a, as a, as in my position. And I believe there are so many others that do as well.
Certainly God does. When he tells us to repent of our sins, turn from our wicked ways, seek him. He appreciates that when we say I will and we do it. Not when we say I'm going to do it and we don't, but I will. I will. Lord, I understand. I get it. I'm going to spend more time in prayer. I get it. I'm going to spend more time seeking your face and doing your will. I get it. I'm going to spend more time loving you the way you want to be loved. I get it. Not only am I going to love you the way you want to be loved, but listen, those of you that are in a relationship, uh, love them the way they want to be loved. That means you're going to have to get some wisdom in dealing with them. The Bible says that uh, that we we dwell with them according to knowledge. And you're going to have to get some understanding. It's going to provide, it's going to mean that you're going to have to humble yourselves. And I think you got it all, know it all and anything. But I'm telling you, we're all looking for long-lasting relationships with God. And there's supposed to be a long-lasting relationship with in your natural as well. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Look, look forward to seeing you in service with us. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. God bless you. And, and don't forget to bless the Lord. Bless him. Love you. Love somebody. Let somebody know you care. Mighty God. You know, I'm, I'm looking at some comments here. Let you know this is a live show. Bible class on Sunday morning is live. Yes, it is. Want you to know that. Now, brother Chris, let me let me help you out. He say, why is this in the? Uh, a comedy category because I know from my own experience in, in this life that people look for laughter to cover up sadness you know there is a there is a, a frown behind the smile we self sedate because we trying to cover up our emotions we do a number of things 
And so this church, Cornerstone, is not looking to talk to somebody that is, you know, if you already a member of a church, I encourage you to be faithful to that church, help that ministry grow, help reach out for souls, ask questions and, and, and press the issue that the ministry has to get into the word of God and study. But for those that won't listen to the religious stations, that's why we broadcast, not only here, we have other broadcasts that are going on as well. But I love this broadcast because I can be as real right here because I'm talking to real folks that are really hearing what's said. And that's why they tuned in to this particular uh, area. Even though it says comedy. This is a real deal, man. And so with that being said, again, bless the Lord. We'll be back on Sunday morning at, at 9 a.m. The Lord say the same in the book of Revelation. As we are, the Bible said that blessed is he that readeth and he that heareth and keepeth the commandments. And so certainly God has laid out a blessing plan for us. As we go into the word of God, just wanted to touch those few things. Thank you again, each one of you that joined in to listen. Live, save, be holy. I see you cry. Welcome back. God bless you.